Our second lesson is from Luke chapter 1. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. And her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. And on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child. And they would have called him Zechariah after his father. But his mother answered, No, he shall be called John. And they said to her, None of your relatives is called by this name. And they made signs to his father, inquiring what he wanted him to be called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they all wondered. And immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he spoke, blessing God. And fear came on all their neighbors. And all these things were talked about through all the hill country of Judea, and all who heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? For the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. But now, in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. There's a word that is used in the Gospel of Luke. It's a word that Mary used last week. My soul magnifies the Lord. My soul magnifies the Lord. It's a great word, and it should conjure in your mind a picture of a magnifying glass, which takes something small, something that's hard to see, and makes it bigger. Makes it bigger. My soul magnifies the Lord. So Mary sang this song saying that she couldn't help but praise God and more and more and more because his mercy to her was beyond what she could have hoped for. The mercy of God is always being magnified. He magnifies his mercy. He heaps it up. He stacks it up higher than you could imagine. He overloads us with mercy. That's what the people saw when they came to Elizabeth. This is what it says. The time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son, and her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her, that he had magnified his mercy to her. But you'll notice in our text that even what the people thought God was doing in giving Elizabeth a son, even what they thought God was doing wasn't even close. 
to the fullness of what God was actually carrying out. So if you track it in the text, they begin by coming and rejoicing with Elizabeth. But then they are kind of confused when she says he's going to be named John. That seems to be out of the ordinary. We expect him to be named a family name. Maybe Zechariah is a good option. She is denying it. No, he's going to be named John. Well, let's check with his dad and see what his dad says. And when Zechariah writes on a tablet, his name is John, everyone marveled. They all wondered. So they went from rejoicing, and now they are wondering what on earth is going on. But it doesn't stop there. They rejoiced, and then they wondered, and when Zechariah wrote on the tablet, his name is John, which is this, this act of faith, because he has now, finally, at long last, believed what the angel told him. His tongue is loosed, and he spoke, blessing God. And then the people were afraid. They fear. Fear came on all of their neighbors. So they went from rejoicing to wondering to now fear, and they pondered all of these things. They laid them up in their hearts. What on earth is happening. In some ways, you can put it like this. You could say that they were just expecting too little. They saw God's mercy at work. This woman, who was barren and old, was having a child. Praise God that he has released her from this reproach. And yet, even that is not the half of it, what God is doing in this moment. And so, they begin to see, as this unfolds in front of their eyes, they begin to see something greater and larger and more glorious than they could have imagined. It is kind of like what would happen to you if, suppose you had some injury, some, like you had a, 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 a splinter in your finger, and it was so painful. It was just awful. And you thought that the only thing that could be done for a painful splinter in your fig- finger is to take some ibuprofen. So you just, you know, day after day, you're taking ibuprofen to ease the pain. That's what your life consists of, easing the pain. And then all of a sudden, somebody comes along and says, I've got something even better than taking ibuprofen day after day. I can take the splinter out of your finger. Wouldn't that be good? And you have never thought of it before. What a novel idea. What an amazing thing that would be to have this splinter taken out of my finger. To have something better than just a Band-Aid to cover the wound. Something better than just easing the pain or numbing me to the pain, something that actually takes it away, something that actually deals with it. So the people marveled, the neighbors marveled that God had taken away this reproach, that he had put a band-aid on Elizabeth's misery. Oh, she's going to have a child. But look, he's doing something much better than that. He's not just dealing with her anguish, her misery, her reproach, but he's coming to solve all of it. For every last one of us. And this is what what Zechariah confesses when he sings his song. Listen to how Zechariah begins. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has not given me a son or made me happy in my old age, but instead this, for he has visited and redeemed his people. Zechariah can see it, how the Lord's mercy is magnified, how it's heaped up. He started with this tender mercy, showing love to Elizabeth and Zechariah in their old age, but it is better and better and better all the time. And so Zechariah sings this song. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. So now we're going all the way back to the kingdom that was promised to God's people, the kingdom that looked so good but yet could not solve the problem of their sins, could not save them from their enemies. God has raised up a servant, a son from the house of David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets. Maybe after all these years, they began to think that those prophecies, those promises, maybe they were not as good as they thought they were. 
Maybe they're not actually going to come true. Maybe it's just sort of a spiritual fulfillment. Maybe God's going to save us from our enemies by making us feel cozy under the thumb of Roman oppression. Maybe God will keep us safe in our little circles in our corner of the world. But no, what has God come to do? To throw off the yoke of slavery altogether, to set his people free, to give them a kingdom that is eternal, that will not fade away, to deliver them from the hand of all of their enemies, from those who hate them. This is not just about Zechariah and Elizabeth receiving a child. This is not just about a miracle of the order of somebody being old and barren and conceiving. That's marvelous all on its own, but something far greater is happening. And that's what the neighbors experience. They rejoice, and then they wonder, and then they are afraid. And that is, I think, a fitting reaction. After all, God's mercy is so great that how could we ever possibly take it in? How could we ever possibly perceive it? How could we ever understand it? It's so great that it requires fear and humility. God's mercy to us requires that we humble ourselves under his mighty hand because he intends to lift us up. He draws us near to him. He makes us rely on him. He shows us our sin and our weakness and our frailty. He teaches us how desperate we are in this world so that he so that he can be our salvation, so that he can be our redemption. The Lord magnifies his mercy, and that's what you can expect in the course of your lives. So we have this beautiful passage that I recite all the time to people who are in need, people who are sick or suffering, this passage from Lamentations. The mercies of the Lord, the steadfast mercies of the Lord are new every morning. New mercies every morning for you his beloved children. New and better mercies, grander mercies, greater comfort, greater hope, better promises and better fulfillment every day. That's the course of your life. That's what God has in store for you. It is again that image that Jesus uses of a cup that is full to the top and then pressed down and shaken together and then more added on top of it. It's all we can do to sing these praises. In some ways, the Benedictus, the Song of Zechariah, is the best possible Christmas hymn because it sings of God's redemption. It sings of God's salvation. It tries to put to words, to verse and to music, what we cannot possibly comprehend. And so, let us join our hearts with Zechariah. Let's try. Let's try now to sing God's praises. Let's try now to match the magnitude of his mercy with our faith and trust in him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.